Welcome to Office Hours with Dr. Mario, the podcast designed to teach you how to discover your path to living a more gratifying life. In each episode, Dr. Mario teaches listeners how to successfully cross the intersection of growth and change so they can step into the next chapter of life with the mindset, skills, and tools they need to live their dreams. If your responsibility to your career, family, or others has caused you to put your dreams on hold, this podcast is for you. Join me as I help people like you who are ready to reignite their passion for living their most ambitious dreams. Now here's your host, lifelong learner, professional coach, and speaker, Dr. Mario Jackson. Hey folks, I'm so glad that you're joining me for another episode of the Office Hours podcast today. Now, I have an insightful episode planned for you today. I've been thinking about the relationship I have with my baby boomer parents and how it has evolved over the years. Now, at this point in my life, I think my relationship with my mom and my dad is the strongest it's ever been. But that took a lot of time and hard work, which is why I wanted to record this episode. I want to share what I've learned from improving my relationship with my parents to help those listeners who might be struggling in this area. But before I do that, I want to tell you a little bit about my mom and dad. Now, my dad's a pretty easygoing guy. He loves to tell stories about his youth, his parents and his siblings, and about our time living together in Germany when he was in the service. I think my dad may be an introvert, I'm not quite sure, but he definitely knows how to turn on the charm and work a crowd. I know I get this skill from him. Now, my mom, on the other hand, is probably one of the most caring people I know. She will do anything to help another person out, and I know I get this trait from her. I think we care about people a little bit too much, and sometimes that causes us to get hurt pretty easily. Nevertheless, my mom and I share a lot of personality traits. We're strong-minded, we're direct, and overly organized. And sometimes we butt heads because we are so much alike. But since the pandemic, I've had the opportunity to bond with my parents on a deeper level. That's given me the opportunity to learn more about their personal stories and struggles, and I think that's what's helped us get closer over the last couple of years. Unfortunately, when I talk to some of my fellow Gen Xers, I hear a very different story. And to be quite honest, folks, I've heard some pretty shitty stories from folks in my circle about the relationships that they have with their parents. So I'm super thankful that I've had the opportunity to create the type of relationship that I want with my mom and dad. So in this episode, it's going to be all about how to create the relationship that you want to have with your parents, and especially if they're baby boomer parents. And I'm going to discuss a couple of things that I think will help you work through the process of improving your relationship. First, why it sucks to see your parents aging and how you can manage your mind during that process. I'm also going to talk a little bit about how to bond with your parents a little more deeply. And I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned from bonding with my parents, uh, especially during the pandemic. So if you are aching for some relief from the responsibility of taking care of your own children, as well as your parents, you're going to learn a couple of strategies that will help you manage your mind when things get tough. So let's jump into it. Some of my most favorite childhood memories involve looking at my parents' photo albums. I always get a kick out of seeing pictures of them in their 20s, all young and fresh. And back then I wondered what my parents' lives were like before they met each other and before they had me. 
So there's this one picture of me and my dad dressed up in these complimentary suits standing outside in our front yard. Now, when I tell you my dad was sharp, he was killing it in this picture. I don't know if the kids still use the term sharp. Uh, I'm not sure. But anyway, he was dripping with swag. <laughs> Maybe that one will work. He's in the picture holding a cigarette in one hand, and that was very common if you're a Gen Xer that your parents smoked and they smoked around you. Uh, and he was wearing these, these super fly shades. He was bending down over me and telling me to look at the camera. I guess that day I just wasn't really photogenic and I might have been looking somewhere off in the distance. But I've always thought my dad was a really cool dude and this pic is a great example of his laid back nature. So I can see why my mom let him get the digits. Now my mom has this one picture that I think is just so striking and, and beautiful that it's just burned into my memory. Um, I think the picture might have been her senior photo from high school, but I'm not 100% sure I'll have to ask her. But she's wearing this cool black coat with her collar popped up and a nice crisp white shirt. Her head's tilted a little bit to the side like most of those photos back, day, back then and that day, and she has this cute little pixie haircut. The thing that always stands out to me about this picture is that my mom has such a vibrant appearance and her eyes are full of wonder. Now, I always wonder what that expression on her face might have been if right after the camera snapped, someone told her, guess what, you're gonna be married and have a kid in the next 10 to 15 years. I'm sure that look would have been very different for my mom. But remembering these pictures, uh, it's a little bit bittersweet here. Of course, like most Gen Xers, my parents have aged and have lost some of their vitality over the years. And that's really the thing that sucks about watching your parents age. As a kid, you get to see them as eternally young, not realizing that their physical appearance will change significantly over time. And it's kind of like getting a preview of what to expect for yourself as you age. But the real throat punch is the psychological and emotional changes that happen to your parents over time. My parents not only appear differently, but they also think and behave differently. And I find myself saying things to them that they used to tell me when I was a child. So I take for granted that they still see the world through their generational lens, so I have to be patient when they don't pick up on things as quickly as I think they should. But that's my own stuff, and I'm owning that. Both of my parents have experienced major health challenges over the years, but they're doing well now. So, you know, luckily they've remained COVID-free during the pandemic, and that's a blessing in itself. However, I know there are some listeners out there who have not been as fortunate as I have been. And I know that some of my fellow Gen Xers are taking care of aging or ill parents in addition to raising their own children. So I wanna make some space right here to acknowledge the tremendous effort and strength that goes into being caught in the middle as sometimes where our generation is referred to as kind of the sandwich generation. So here's the thing, folks. Generation X is known for getting shit done. And caring for our loved ones is no different. But I know that the road is long and many of you who are in this sandwich position are, are overextended and beyond exhausted. I also know that your path to adulthood was probably like mine, paved with some, some memories that range the spectrum of good and bad. Now, if you've had similar experiences like I have, then some of the friction of growing up with baby boomer parents probably spilled in, into your younger adult years. And that probably made it very challenging for you to establish your independence. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit more. 
Now, I told you earlier that my mom and I are a lot alike. So you know that means that we butt heads from time to time. My mom and I can be pretty stubborn people when we put our minds to it. And when we would get into it, it was like playing the family version of chicken. Now, if you're not familiar with the game of chicken, let me explain for a second. Imagine two cars on a single lane road, each heading directly for each other. Each driver goes as fast as they can until one driver is forced to move out of the way to avoid a head-on collision. The driver who moves first is considered the chicken. So when my mom and I set our minds on something, that's it. The game of chicken is on. We lock into this pattern of who's going to give in first, and that's anyone's call depending on our mood. <laughs> so when I had this idea to record this podcast episode, I called my mom and explained what I had in mind. And during that call, we talked about our relationship and how far we thought we'd come. We both shared how much we enjoy our relationship now that we've come to learn a little bit more about each other as individuals struggling to find their way in the world. But before we got to this point, we had some challenges, folks. I'd reached a point where the parent-child relationship just wasn't meeting my adult needs. And I needed a trusted advisor more than I needed mothering. And I don't know if you can understand that, but it's not as if I wanted to reject my mother for being caring and doting, it just didn't serve the needs that I had as an adult. I needed to know things about life. So I know there probably are some people who are listening to this who can relate to this point I'm making. But at some point when your old relationship patterns no longer work, you have to create new ones. And when I talked to my mom about this, she understood and I was pleasantly surprised. Some of that surprise is due to the fact that I tend to make things much, more, much worse in my head than they really are in reality. So I really jumped at the idea of finding ways that we could get to know each other as people and not just mother and son. So I tried this little experiment where I started asking my mom really targeted questions about her life. I had no idea about her story, her personal struggles, what it was like to be in her own skin. So over the last couple of years, we've opened up a space to have conversations about who we are and what, what's really shaped us. This has been the most amazing thing that has happened to our relationship. Since starting this experiment, I've learned so much about my mom and it helps me understand her thoughts, her feelings, and her actions, as well as some of my own. And I can't tell you how helpful this has been for us. So my point here is to remember that your parents have a personal story that you may know very little about. However, when you create a space where you can share those things, it allows you to find some common ground. And that common ground is really what helped my mom and I learn how to respect each other's boundaries. Now, as Gen Xers, we're pretty well versed in the language of self-help and personal development. And you probably already know how important boundaries are in any relationship. But I think your knowledge flies out the door when you're learning how to establish your adult identity with your parents. And even though this process can be difficult, you can gain the respect and trust that you want from your parents. It just takes a little time and even more patience. Now, one of the challenges I had, and I still have some from time to time with my mom, is getting her to understand my no. <laughs> so remember I told you, you guys that my mom and I are a lot alike. So when I say no, my mind is made up and she's very much the same. But sometimes my mom uses no as a negotiation tactic. 
It's like that old door in the face technique. I say no, and she comes back with a different offer. I say no again, and yet there's another offer. And then boom, I lose it. So once I realized that we were continuously repeating this pattern, I understood right then that I had to fix it if I wanted to have a deeper relationship with my mom. So I organized my thoughts, I jotted down some notes, and I picked up the phone and I called my mom. I told her that I had some things that I wanted to discuss and I needed her to hear me. So I explained why I felt that she wasn't respecting my boundaries when I said no. Now, for the sake of not making this episode too long, I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version here. I explained to my mom that when my boundaries aren't being respected, it makes me want to spend less time with her. And the beautiful part of this story is that not only did my mom listen to me, she really understood my position, and that made me feel so good. She told me how she thought about the situation, and I gained some insight into where we were getting off track. Now, of course, as my mom, she wants nothing but the best for me, but she understood then that as an adult, I was the person in charge for making the best decisions for myself. And I'm sure that was a big deal for her to embrace, as well as for any mother. So I'm glad I can share a happy ending to my story because I know that relationships don't always work out this way for everyone. And sometimes when you've done all you can do to improve the relationship and it's not getting the results you want, you have to dive into a deeper, perhaps even difficult conversation. So I told you that I was giving you the Cliff Notes version, but I want to tell you a little bit more so that you understand the context of the conversation that I was having with my mom. What I didn't tell you is that the ending to this story happened in the context of a difficult conversation. It was one I had with my mom after I'd reached my breaking point. I was very unhappy with the way we were interacting when we were together, and I just could not continue repeating this pattern. The conversation was difficult because I had to make a clear decision about how I was going to proceed with our relationship after this call ended. And what that meant was that when I hung up the phone, one of two things were going to happen. One, my mom and I would commit to improving our relationship. Or two, I would need to do what was best for me to protect my mental health, which which meant spending significantly less time with my mom. Now, clearly, I was hoping for the first option, but I was prepared for the second option as well. And that is why the conversation was so difficult. I had to stand up for myself, and the relationship was really at stake. Now, there's always something a little unnerving about standing your ground, but I think it's even more pronounced when you're doing it with your parent. Thankfully, we agreed to work on improving our relationship, and that's where we are now. So I'm very grateful that I have parents who can listen objectively because based on what I've heard from some of my, you know, Gen X peers, that's not the case for everyone. Right now, someone's listening to this episode who has to choose their mental health over their relationship with their parent or parents. And quite honestly, that's a shitty situation to be in. But having that tough conversation with my mom taught me a couple of important lessons, and I want to share a couple of those learnings with you. Now, the biggest lesson I learned from my experience was to cut your parents some slack. They really are doing the best they can, right? And again, I'm not overgeneralizing here, but I just want people to pause for a a moment and realize that no one gives a parent a handbook that explains how to be a parent. 
my parents develop during a different time and age, and they're still learning how to adjust to the changes that this world is throwing at us constantly. So what I learned was to offer a little space and grace, but also to stick to my boundaries. Once I embraced the humanity of my parents' experience, I was able to enjoy my relationships with them so much more. And this has been one of the most influential parts of my life because it provided me with the support and the foundation that I needed to go into the world and create the life I wanted to live. So when I made that decision to move to Puerto Rico, I was nervous thinking about what my parents would say. It wasn't like I needed their approval, but the child in me did want that. Much to my chagrin, they didn't put up a fuss and they offered me nothing but support and encouragement. And that support is what helps me believe that I can talk with them about anything, no matter how difficult it might be. Another lesson I learned is that it's really important to celebrate each other's progress. So when I see my parents change a view or an opinion that they've held because they have been introduced to new information that they've accepted, I congratulate them. I never want my parents to stop learning. That's just the teacher in me. Uh, anyone in my circle, I never want you to stop learning and I think everybody knows that. But now that we're in the stage of life where we're all learning new information at a much more rapid pace, it can be challenging and especially overwhelming for our boomer parents. So I recognize the differences that exist between our generations and, and the worldviews that we, ho we hold, as well as how we learn. And I think that when they discover new things, that is a cause for celebration. So folks, I've, I've really tried to refrain from making this statement as I record this episode, but I have to say it. We have our parents for a limited amount of time. And I know I don't have to remind you of that. So if you find yourself on the wrong side of the relationship that you wanna have your parents, it's time to make a change. Time is of the essence. And I wanna challenge you to use some of the learnings that I've shared here today to improve the bonds that you have with the parental units. And if you caught that movie reference, smile, that means you are a true Gen Xer. That's about it for this episode today. I wanna to thank you so much for listening. The big takeaway here is to humanize your parents so that you learn more about the person behind the parent. And when you take time to understand their struggles, you'll begin to see some commonalities that you have in this human experience that we're all going through. And what better way to show your parents love than by showing them some understanding? Try using what you already know about your parents to discover new ways to bond. I know that each time I ask my dad about his time in the mil military, I get a new story. It's even better when my brother is around because they both served and they kind of ping off each other for hours about their experiences. So I just sit back and enjoy listening to my dad talk about his old military buddies, the, the times they shared together. And I, I promise you folks that if you just get your parents talking, you'll find something to latch, latch on to and explore further. Now, I want to send a special shout out to my dad. I'm recording this episode today and it's his birthday. So happy birthday, dad. Now, if you want to enjoy the mental freedom that you want in life, now work on those parental bonds, folks. They're really important. And if you want to get one step closer to enjoying more of the freedoms you want in life now, rather than waiting for the right time to come along, join my private Facebook group, Gen X Unlatched. We are a group of individuals who understand the value of hard work. 
but we're learning how to enjoy life's freedoms now instead of waiting until the right time comes along, whenever that might be. So just click on the link in the episode description to join our group. Now, that's all I have for you today, folks. I look forward to seeing you next time during my office hours. Did providing for others stop you from going after your life's dreams? Are you ready to start a new chapter in life? If you're ready to get back to taking on your life's most ambitious goals, schedule a complimentary sample coaching session with me. As a coach, I help people create a clear path to getting the results they want out of life. Now, I only offer a few of these sessions each month, and they fill up quickly. Just head on over to my website at www.officehoursdrmario.com, and that's doctor abbreviated without the period, and click on the Book Online tab to reserve your complimentary session. Together, we can get you back on the path to living your most ambitious dreams.